0: You're right. It's white. It's that new Oxidol white.
1: Now Oxidol washes clothes whiter than ever before. Gives you the whitest wash in Oxidol history. Yes, new white Oxidol is the whiter, whiter soap for a whiter, whiter wash. You'll see that wonderful new whiteness in everything you wash. Napkins and tablecloths will sparkle as never before. Bath towels wash snowier than ever dish towels, bed sheets, and pillowcases look whiter than the whitest clouds in the sky when you wash them in new white Oxidol. You're sure to say...
0: You're right. It's white. It's that new Oxidol white.
1: Yes, you're right. With new white Oxidol, it gives you the cleanest wash it's possible to get from any soap in the world. The whitest Oxidol wash you've ever had. And even if you dry your wash inside, as long as you use new white Oxidol, your clothes will keep that wonderful new whiteness throughout their life. New Oxidol is truly safe for washable colors, too. It gives your tub of colored clothes new brightness and sparkle. Now, you'll just never be satisfied with any other wash day soap once you see the whiter, brighter wash you get with new white Oxidol. Your dealer has it now, so try it. New white Oxidol, the greatest Oxidol Procter & Gamble ever offered. The whiter, whiter soap for a whiter, whiter wash. And now, for Ma Perkins. Well, it's 10.30 in the evening. A very hectic, drama-filled day is drawing to its close. It's been a strange day. It started with news of a violent death that occurred down at the Rushville Center House. And now, as midnight approaches, the town is sitting tight, waiting for developments, wondering whether Banker Pendleton is right, saying there's more to this grim tragedy than has been told. Well, over at Ma's house... The old clock on the mantel is just chiming the half hour. Listen.
0: Say. Yes, Ma. Come on in. Linda Goshen, you in bed already, child? Mm-hmm. I'm glad of it. Isn't that an awful confession? After spending the last several days in bed, to be so exhausted after only a few hours up, you just can't wait to get back. Oh. <laughs> well, folks don't realize how it saps your strength just lying in the bed for any length of time. Oh, you'll be fine by morning. Well, I better be. I can't go on being a lady of leisure indefinitely. <laughs> um, did Joe go out? Yes. Yes, Shep finally coaxed him into walking him part way home land. The boy has been debating for an hour. Should he, shouldn't he go out for a breath of air? He was afraid to go out, wasn't he? Afraid? Well, I mean, golly, I talked to him before supper, right after Dr. Stevens left me. Joe was confused and bitter, but nothing like the way he was later. What happened, Ma? I thought he was going to faint. Oh, okay. well. But, The thing was, when Sheffield and me come in from the lumberyard, Dr. Stevens was on the telephone. Yes, Joe came up and told the doctor there was a phone call for him. Well, Tom told us that he was talking to Banker Pendleton. There was a special meeting tonight over at the Pendleton's to talk about what happened last night. That poor man who was killed. Oh, Joseph was standing there while Tom was telling about it. He didn't say nothing, he just stood there alongside of me listening. Until Tom said how Banker Pendleton is stopping at nothing to prove that there's more to last night's accident than has been told. And then Tom said, and this, I think, is what upset Joe so much.
2: You know, Ma, the funny thing is, I had a phone call telling me to come on over there. There's been an accident. It was some man. Wouldn't give me his name. Told me I'd better go on over to the hotel and fast. You know, I I thought about that phone call this afternoon. Since all the big talk started, it's the one thing that makes me think that maybe Augustus isn't barking up the wrong tree. Now, who was this man? And why wouldn't he give me his name? Well, now, uh, wait a minute, Doc. Uh, The thought just came to me. Mightn't it have been Mr. Sinclair who called you? He was right there. He he said so right in the room when it all took place. No, 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 no. You see, that's the point. Mr. Sinclair didn't call. When he came downstairs to the hotel a short time after the body was found, he said he'd wanted to report the accident right away, but he couldn't. He, he couldn't raise the operator. You know, you can't phone from the rooms upstairs at the hotel unless they put through the call at the desk downstairs. Well, Julius the clerk was downstairs in the basement, tending the furnace. So it couldn't have been Mr. Sinclair. Anyway, I think I'd have recognized his voice. Oh, this fellow was uh, was a younger man than Mr. Sinclair. But... How did he get to know about the accident so fast? And why hasn't he talked up? Well, I think i better get a move on over to the Pendleton's. Eh, good night, Ma.
0: Good night, Tom. And
2: uh, don't worry about Faye. She'll be fine.
0: Yeah.
2: Night, Shuffle. Night, Doc. Night, Joe. Oh, where'd he go? He was standing here
1: a minute ago.
0: Well, I couldn't very well tell you that.